Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Topical Tuesday, March 21st, 2023, and the big news today, and I guess I could have saved it for World Wide Web Wednesday tomorrow, but the big World Wide Web news is that Google has released to the public its version of the Bing chat GPT-powered search that they're calling BARD. And I saw a number of people confused, like, BARD, what's that, BARD? Well, look it up, dude. Ask it. Ask. Ask. Chat GPT or ask Bard what Bard means. Like, it just means a poet. Although uh, I th- always think of Shakespeare, known as the Bard, for, I guess, being the greatest poet, similar to like uh, Elvis Presley being the king. A lot of kings, uh, but he was called the king. And uh, Shakespeare's called the Bard. And here we have Bard. Anyway, so Google Bard is their answer to Bing using incorporating. ChatGPT into uh, its search engine, Microsoft uh, Bing, uh, which uh, if you've used ChatGPT, it's got all kinds of issues, which the programmers at Bard were very smart. Uh, Often uh, you want to be first to market. It's a business lesson here uh, to uh, gather, uh, which ChatGPT has done, uh, you know, gather a lot of uh, uh, press, a lot of buzz, uh, you know, uh, they were first, oh, this new thing. But there is a saying in the world of business that uh, you can tell who the pioneers are. Uh, it comes from the, the Wild West here in the U.S. of uh, 150, 200 years ago, settling the Wild West. You can tell the pioneers because they're lying face down in the dirt with arrows in their back. Meaning, come on now, uh, who wants to be a pioneer? And so Bing, uh, Microsoft, uh, incorporating ChatGPT as a chatbot into its Bing, all kinds of trouble. Sure, they were the pioneer, but now here comes Google Bard, which has been in the works for a long time and was announced it was going to be released. It was coming. It was coming. Today it's here. So you can get on the waiting list. And I've talked to some people who have been using it uh, beta for a while and others that very quickly, even though they... They requested and got on the waiting list. They very quickly were granted access, and so they've given me some early feedback. But uh, that's the business lesson here is people think, I want to be first, I want to be first. But often being first, uh, think about it in, the, in that uh, analogy to the pioneers. I mean, going from the East Coast to the West Coast 150, 200 years ago, uh, you took your life in your hands. And you can watch movies of the Wild Wild West being settled or the... You know, the prequels to the Yellowstone show and how, how tough it was and how people were dying of storms and famine and attacks and, and just getting lost in the wilderness and all kinds of craziness. And it took months and months and months to go, you know, across the country and you took your life into your hands. And a lot of people died from it. Today, what do you do? You hop on a plane and in six hours... You get from coast to coast, boom, for a few hundred bucks. You don't risk your life, not really. I mean, one in a bazillion of a plane crash, but you you know, you have the ultimate comfort. You're not getting, you know, all kinds of nonsense, right? So uh, being a pioneer is overrated in business very often. 
If you have an idea and somebody else brings it to market first or comes into your town with that type of business first, don't make the mistake of giving up and saying, oh, well, you know, I'm not first, forget it. Like, learn from what they're doing. Most importantly, that's what's happening here, appears to me what happened with Bard, is learn from the people that have used that product or service or business in your town, and then you can deliver more of what people want without what they don't want. That's the key to making them an irresistible offer, which is the middle letter of the wow strategy that I, that I created years ago to simplify all of advertising and marketing. You want to make an irresistible offer, and often that can come from examining other, uh, I don't like to call them competitors, but other you know, similar deliverables in your area. If you're a plumber, look at other plumbers, and even though you're not the first plumber in the town or the first one to do such and such, especially with social media now, this kind of research is easy. You can see the reviews. You can see what people are saying. Hey, I really love this, but I wish it did that. I really don't like this about it. Then you can come out with yours that answers those wants, those needs, that satisfies what people want without what they don't want, and therefore they'll come flocking over to you. So in this case, ChatGPT incorporated into Bing and people are like, wow, this is great. But if you've used ChatGPT, it has some problems and some limitations. And Bard is exposing those. And so my feedback from people that have talked to me about using it today uh, and uh, in the recent past as it's being developed, they used it in beta. They're like, I think uh, I haven't used it, but they, they're telling me the first thing that uh, Google's Bard does is it just tells you I'm not perfect. You know, I'm going to get some things wrong. And however, I'm gonna learn and I'm gonna get better and better. Now, that's a fact. It's also a fact about ChatGPT. It's gonna get some things wrong, but it's gonna learn. Problem is ChatGPT doesn't take any kind of a humble approach like that. It acts as if it's always right. It just says this is the way it is, even when it's completely wrong. And then it, a lot of times it'll argue with you if you've used it. You know, you say like, well, that's wrong. Well, my research, and from what I hear, uh, Google's Bard just apologizes. It says, oh, sorry about that. I guess I was wrong. What else do you want to know? Boom. Now, just that alone, if it didn't do anything else, just that alone is what I just talked about. It's the second to market. It's the after the pioneer looking and, and, and researching what's going on in the marketplace, what makes people unhappy about ChatGPT. You know, we're human, right? Well, they're machines, but still, there's a saying to err is human. Like, we're, we're human. We're, we believe in second chances. We, we give people a break. Like, just admit you made a mistake and move on. Like, the worst thing you can do is, they always say the crime is worse than the cover-up. Like, uh, the cover-up, sorry. Cover got that backwards. Oh, if I was ChatGPT, I probably wouldn't admit I got that wrong. Uh, I got it totally backwards, right? The cover-up worse than the crime. The crime, okay, the mistake, sure, you made a mistake. But then denying and arguing, of no, I didn't make a mistake. No, I'm right. That, we don't like that. And in my experience, very limited, only a few months here using ChatGPT and hearing from others, that's kind of the way ChatGPT is. It just speaks as if everything it says is a fact, where Google's barred, from what I hear, again, haven't used it, uh, tells you right out, um, AI, I'm pretty new, I'm going to be learning, I don't get everything right, boom, just that alone makes it much better to me. Um, uh, another thing uh, people told me in, in Bard that's really cool, and uh, this is a, 
a technical aspect of it, is it can give you several drafts of the of the same uh, of of the answer to your question, your prompt. Um, but it puts them side by side. So in ChatGPT, when you want something rewritten or tweaked, or re- you know, it's one after the other after the other, and Bard lays them out side by side, just makes it easier to compare. Now, if you are asking just for a list of some directions to something or a recipe for something like asking for another draft isn't really going to do anything. They might, uh, you know, put like, you know, two eggs, quarter cup of flour, cup of sugar, and, oh, I want another draft of that. Oh, okay, let's list the sugar first. And then the, I mean, not a big difference. But if you ask it to do creative things, right? Write a poem, write a song, make up a story, then having multiple drafts can really be cool and to see them side by side. So that's uh, one benefit of Bard. And I'm, I'm sure there's many more to come and I'm not remembering what everybody told me today, but that's the news if you are interested and you like this kind of thing and you want to see how much time it can save you again. Uh, I don't know if I said it here, but I've said it over and over and so have other people. You probably know that uh, these AI chatbots are not the be all end all. Like I just said, if you're, you know, they're writing persuasive uh, uh, words, copy to sell things, stuff in my world, they're nowhere near ready to do that yet. Uh, but if you just want to do the research for it, Hey, give me 10 possible topics to write about, or give me 10 possible subject lines for an email, things like that. They can give you a good starting point. They can save you a lot of time in research in coming up with ideas. You could say, give me 10 ideas for a blog post about being a dog trainer, and they can give you those ideas. Then you write the blog post. So they can say, give, you can say, give me an outline of the blog post, but then you ought to write that. They're not going to be great at writing this thing persuasively. Then I can use your personality, your language, you know, the stuff I talk about all the time. And by the way, you can go to helpfromsteve.com. You can get on the phone with me. We'll talk in depth about how any of this, uh, anything about advertising marketing applies to your particular situation and your particular business. But in general, these AI things are great time savers. They're just looking things up. Of course, they're limited. By definition, Google's Bard is limited because it's looking, oh, that reminds me one more thing, uh, difference, uh, it's looking at the websites, right? So if it looks at websites that are kind of iffy and not well-researched, it might tell you something that's not absolutely correct, which leads me to, and I'll leave it at this, final thing someone told me today is they thought it was really cool that uh, ChatGPT tells you the sources. They let you know the sources of their information where Google Bard, at least as of now, does not. At least from, from what this person told me that, that he uh, could not find when he asked. He said, what are the sort of Google wouldn't tell. So that's, that's a big minus to me uh, with Bard is you want to know the sources, especially with the internet. What's the old saying like, oh, I read it on the internet, it must be true. It's the same because it's so sarcastically ridiculous because, of course, there's nonsense out there, right? Oh, you know, I don't even get, I have to get into it with the three years of the shutdowns, how much incredible misinformation came out of the government about all kinds of this doesn't work to treat it and this does. Wrong about everything, pretty much everything. And so that's a limitation. You want to know what the sources are. If the sources are Dr. Fraudgy, like I don't believe a word the guy says, of course, the guy, you know, is, is so deep in his corruption and lies that he's got to try and lie his way out of it. It's, it's a lot of trouble. So uh, you want to, ChatGPT will tell you the source from it. 
Google Bard will not. So each one has its pluses and minuses. And again, that's the great thing about capitalism. The great thing about competition is when you have them both competing, and believe me, the battle is on, Google versus Microsoft, here we go. Uh, they're constantly, in fact, right now as I speak, I'm sure there are hundreds of programmers working around the clock all around the world to improve their chatbot, to make their search engine and their chat better. Oh, uh, last thing about Bard now I remember is uh, uh, at the end of every answer, I believe this person told me at the end of every answer, there was uh, <clears throat> the prompt uh, from Bard to the user saying, Google it. You could just click here and Google it. Uh, so that's the way that Google says BARD is enhancing the search engine, not taking away from it. Give you some information, you can still Google it and then go to websites yourself. ChatGPT doesn't, doesn't give you that op. Of course, you can do it yourself, but ChatGPT, again, to me, the biggest pet peeve about ChatGPT is it acts like it's right, and it's almighty, and it knows everything. Uh, you know, ridiculous. Whether it's, at this point, whether it's machine or man, that's ridiculous. Now, maybe someday... These machines will learn so much uh, that they, uh, they'll be a lot more, in fact, they will, and that time will be soon. They'll be a lot more right about a lot more things. But that's it for Topical Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. The big news, Google Bard, released to the public today. If you're interested in that kind of stuff and you want to have some fun or you want to use it in your business to save you some time, make you some money, go get on the waiting list for Google Bard. And that'll do it. I will catch you back here again tomorrow. Very likely talking a little bit more about this subject because tomorrow will be World Wide Web Wednesday and I'll be talking all things Internet. So I will catch you then. Thanks for being here today. Over and out. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making Monthly Magazine. Goodbye.